हेलो दिस इज आयुष फ्रॉम न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम ब्रिंगिंग यू योर डेली डोज ऑफ न्यूज टूडेज ट्यूजडे जुलाई ट्वेंटी एथ एंड इंडिया रिपोर्टेड मोर देन फोर्टी सेवन थाउजेंड कोविड नाइनटीन केसेज एंड सिक्स फिफ्टी फोर डेथ्स इन द लास्ट ट्वेंटी फोर आवर्स द टोटल including more than 33000 casualties and nearly 5 lakh active cases 9.5 lakh people have recovered so far according to the ministry of health and family welfare the government has conducted over 10 lakh covid-19 tests in the past 2 days globally as many as 16 million people have been infected with the virus and 653000 have lost their lives the united states continues to remain the worst affected nation followed by brazil india russia and peru Yesterday Uttar Pradesh became the first state to test more than 1 lakh samples in a day. It overtook Maharashtra in terms of the total number of samples tested so far. UP has tested 19.4 lakh samples so far while Maharashtra has tested 19.25 lakh. Tamil Nadu still leads the testing figures by a comfortable margin having tested more than 24 lakh samples till now. It should be noted that most states are releasing numbers only of the total samples tested. and not the number of people according to the indian express the enhanced testing in uttar pradesh has been made possible by the widespread deployment of the rapid antigen testing in the last one month these antigen tests provide results within half an hour and they account for almost half the daily tests in up the standard rt pcr test is considered to be the most reliable at detecting the presence of the virus in that regard up's numbers were far behind maharashtra and tamil nadu two states that have the widest network of accredited laboratories in the country Tamil Nadu and Maharashtra have also begun deploying the antigen tests and thus are now able to test far greater numbers every day compared to last month Tripura's week long door to door survey for covid-19 which started yesterday ran into severe resistance among villagers in Khowai district who feel coronavirus afflicts urban people alone and not villagers On Monday when the medical teams tried to enter tribal hamlets like Thimadu, Mungia Kami, Jumbari, Tulashikhar and few other villages in the vicinity the villagers cut off all the entry and exit points in these areas and demanded the local administration to exclude them from the survey process the Khowai district magistrate Smriti Moore told the Indian Express that the villagers were convinced that coronavirus afflicts only urban people and doesn't affect villagers They set up road blockade on all major roads in and out of their village preventing medical teams to access their areas an official in Tripura stated that since door to door covid-19 survey is a voluntary process the agitators were not coerced reports claim that more than 4000 people have been tested with covid-19 in Tripura out of which nearly 2500 have recovered with 17 deaths and a 2.82% positivity rate Tripura is testing almost 35000 persons for coronavirus per million. The northeastern state claims it has a 63% recovery rate and 0.43% mortality rate. North Korea introduced tougher prevention measures against the novel coronavirus today according to its state media. The peninsular nation has locked down the border town of Kaesong to tackle what could be the first publicly confirmed case of the respiratory disease. North Korea's KCNA state news agency said that strict quarantine measures and the screening of districts were in progress and test kits, protective clothing and medical equipment were being rapidly supplied. The measures come after North Korean leader Kim Jong Un declared an emergency on Sunday after a person suspected of being infected with the virus returned from South Korea. The World Health Organization or the WHO told Reuters yesterday 
that North Korea had reported testing 1,211 people for the virus as of July 16th, with all returning negative results. The report said 696 nationals were under quarantine. North Korea has a limited healthcare system with hospitals that lack adequate electricity, medicine, and water. It has long depended on the WHO to procure drugs, as sanctions against the country made imports difficult. The two-day-old work boycott by nurses at Pune's Jahangir Hospital took a turn for the worse yesterday, after hospital authorities refused to agree to the demand of a salary hike, warning that they would recruit newer people. About 200 nurses at the Jahangir Hospital have not been attending work since Sunday, complaining of low salaries and excessive workload. However, critical care and emergency cases are being attended to. The nurses said that they were being paid a minimum of twelve thousand to fourteen thousand rupees a month. Negotiations to bring about a compromise remained unsuccessful, and by the end of the day, the assertions seemed to have hardened. The hospital admitted that some nurses who were not part of the original agitation on Sunday had also joined the strike. In a late-night statement yesterday, the hospital said it was doing everything to take good care of the nurses, including timely payment of salaries and some special allowances, but that it was not in a position to increase the salaries at this point. A nurse at the hospital told the Indian Express that after a daily 12-hour work schedule with no cooling-off period, her demands are justified. A news laundry report on the police's probe into the Delhi riots has found that in the murder of one Shahid Ali on February 24th. Three eyewitnesses have alleged fabrication of their statements by the police. These statements, it should be noted, have been used to arrest six Muslim men for Shahid's killing during the communal riots. The report by my colleague Basant Anai is third in an NL Sena series on the fairness and robustness of the Delhi police's investigation into the riots. It's titled "In Shahid Alam's Murder: Witnesses Cry Fabrication by Police." NL Sena projects at News Laundry are funded entirely by our readers. You can also check out the previous reports by Basant Anai on the murder of Maruf Ali, where the police investigation contained a similar pattern of glaring shortcomings. You can read these reports on newslaundry.com. Please check them out, and if you like them, do click on the subscribe button on the top right-hand corner, or consider contributing to one of our NL Sena projects on newslaundry.com/sena. Please extend your support to independent media and pay to keep news free. Hours after Rajasthan Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot chaired a cabinet meeting, the state government today sent a revised proposal to the governor, seeking an assembly session from July 31st. The cabinet discussed the points raised by Governor Kalraj Mishra and said it is sticking to its demands for holding the session from July 31st. Responding to the governor's query about safety in the light of COVID-19, the state government said it is the prerogative of the speaker. The governor yesterday had sent back the chief minister's request for an assembly session. The state Congress Legislative Party or the CLP had sent a memorandum to President Ram Nath Kovind seeking his intervention in holding a session of the state assembly. In a CLP meeting held earlier, Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot said that he had spoken to Prime Minister Narendra Modi over the current political situation in the state. Earlier too, he had written a letter to the Prime Minister on the matter. The Gehlot government, which faces a challenge from former Deputy Chief Minister Sachin Pilot and 18 MLAs loyal to him, wants a floor test so that it can prove its majority and be spared of another count in the assembly for the next six months. A successful floor test will also allow the Congress to let its minister and MLAs out of Jaipur's Fairmont Hotel and Resort, where they have been kept for two weeks now. While seeking a session in the assembly, the second recommendation of the cabinet did not, however. Make a specific mention of a floor test. 
The Supreme Court today dismissed the plea seeking removal of former High Court judge Justice Shashikant Agarwal and retired Uttar Pradesh Director General of Police Kail Gupta from the inquiry panel constituted to probe the killing of gangster Vikas Dubey in an alleged encounter. The apex court last week approved a draft notification by the UP government recommending the names of retired Supreme Court judge BS Chauhan and ex DGP Gupta to the panel which would probe the killing of eight policemen and the subsequent encounters of Dubey and five of his alleged associates. The panel already had retired judge Agarwal A bench comprising Chief Justice S A Bobde and Justices A S Bopanna and V Ramasubramaniam said it would not allow the petitioners to cast aspersions on the inquiry commission members. The top court was hearing two petitions filed by Ganesham Upadhyay and Anup Prakash Avasti seeking their removal. After Dubey's encounter, ex DGP Gupta had said in a TV debate that it was not right to doubt the police. Eight policemen including DSP Devendra Mishra were ambushed in Bikru village in Chobepur area of Kanpur. when they were going to arrest Dubey on July 3. Dubey was killed in an encounter in the morning of July 10th. The police said that a police vehicle carrying him from Ujjain to Kanpur met with an accident and Dubey tried to escape from the spot in Bhoti area. To end it all, here's a daily dose meta update. Something that would make accessing your favorite daily podcast easier through Google Assistant. Well, that's because we are now on Google's virtual assistant app. To enable the daily dose updates, here's what you need to do. Step 1 ask Google Assistant to play the news then go to settings click on add new source and look for daily dose select dd and adjust the order you want after doing the first three steps all you have to say is okay google play the news and it should work this can be a bit tricky so if you have any questions feel free to tweet to us at newslaundry or write to us at contact@newslaundry.com that's all the news we have for you today have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you.